Anton Strawman has been placed on waivers, signaling Derek Forbort's impending return, while Linus Allmark is well enough to at least back up tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're going to talk about all that and also update the Atlantic Division Power Rankings on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Tuesday, November 29th. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. So please do go to your Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Pocket Casts, smash that subscribe button, and also subscribe to Locked On Bruins on YouTube for the podcast in video form. And bonus breaking news content, post-game reaction there as well. If you're on Twitter, Instagram, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. The Bruins are in action tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll talk about that a bit later, but one of the bigger news items from Monday was... General Manager Don Sweeney placing defenseman Anton Strahlman on waivers. The 36-year-old appeared in only eight games with the Bruins this season. He came to training camp on a PTO. Uh, He was eventually signed to a one-year deal. Had some visa issues to sort out, which caused him to miss some games early on. Just been in and out of the lineup as well trying to get everybody into game action. Um, What this signals is the potential return tonight of Derek Forbort. Forbort has been out of the lineup for quite some time now after suffering a middle finger injury, broken finger in fact, back on November 1st in Pittsburgh, and that required surgery. He was a full participant in practice on Monday. They're going to reevaluate him today and it's possible he'll be ready to go tonight. So what the Allmark move does is begin the process of clearing cap space. Sorry, not Allmark. Strawman move does is begin that process of clearing cap space to activate Derek Forbort off LTIR. Now, waving Strawman doesn't create all of the necessary cap space to activate Forbort. Craig Smith didn't participate in practice on Monday. Uh, he's listed as day to day. Perhaps he's placed on LTIR while they try to figure things out, but another move has to be coming on top of waiving Strawman in order to become cap compliant. So that's something to keep an eye on today for sure. 
The waiver deadline is 2 p.m., so if a team wants to put a claim in on Strawman, they can pick him up before 2 p.m. If not, he'll go down to Providence for the time being. Um, but again, it's quite possible, likely even, that the Bruins have something else here in the works or brewing as they try to get cap compliant and get Derek Forbort back in the lineup and off LTIR. I mentioned Linus Allmark off the top. He left Friday's matinee win over the Hurricanes with an upper body injury after a unfortunate, it's not even really a collision. It was Connor Clifton kind of diving and, and falling on him. He practiced Monday and is good to play or at least backup duty against the Lightning tonight. So that's fantastic news. It didn't look great at the time. It appeared as though he was really banged up. Could have been a head injury, neck injury, shoulder injury, but he's good to play. Was just shaken up apparently. And uh, we'll wait and see whether it's Jeremy Swayman or Linus Allmark getting the start. If it were up to me, I'd give the start to Swayman since the Bruins don't play again until Saturday just to give Allmark the night off and also that extra rest so that he's 100% when he comes back into the lineup. Uh, Trent Frederick missed the past two games. He was back at practice yesterday and is an option to play on Tuesday night, tonight. Um, Craig Smith, I mentioned, did not participate in practice. He suffered an upper body injury on Friday afternoon as well, and he will not play tonight. Uh, Montgomery said they don't expect to put him on long-term injured reserve, meaning Something else has to happen in order for Derek Forbort to be taken off LTIR and play tonight. That's just uh, how the cap works. What else is going on? Well, the Bruins yesterday uh, did their annual holiday shop. <clears throat> Not really a podcast-friendly thing, as you need to check out the photos and the videos from that. It's always a great uh, event. Over the weekend, of course, it was Thanksgiving. Nick Foligno, after uh, his wife took some food over to Jeremy Swayman when, when he was injured, uh, he invited some of the team to his house for Thanksgiving dinner, saying it's just part of what you do as a veteran player. A few guys there, including Swayman, were a family in here. Uh, Swayman played mini sticks with his kids. Um, which was awesome for Nick, he said, because it gave him a break. <laughs> um, his back gets a break when some of these younger guys get over. He kind of joked. And uh, really special to have some of those guys around. You know, Swayman, family's back in Alaska. It's not a quick trip back for the holidays. So nice to have uh, somewhere to hang his hat on Thanksgiving holiday. Bruins, lightning tonight will preview this game a bit later on in the podcast up next i'm going to update the atlantic division power rankings but first a quick word from today's podcast sponsor which is bet online betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info stats news and analysis 
You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from the World Cup of ho- uh, sorry, soccer to football, basketball, NHL, esports. They've got it all at betonline.net. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. You can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Going to take a sip of my morning coffee here. As you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, it's a Locked On inscribed uh, tumbler, which is just a beautiful gift to get this time of year. Mm -hmm. Big Atlantic Division matchup. Here tonight at TD Garden, the Bruins looking to extend their record-breaking consecutive home win streak to begin a season. And they'll be taking on a Tampa Bay team that played last night and had a bit of a wild one against the Buffalo Sabres, winning 6-5 in overtime. I'm going to touch on the Metro Division Later on, but I still wanted to focus on the uh, Atlantic for this week because it's still relatively tight between third and eighth, where there's only 10 points separating those teams, uh, four points separating sixth and third. So in the middle of the pack, there, still a bit tight. The bottom of the division with a record of 8-12-1, only 17 points. The Ottawa Senators, a 4.05 point percentage. They have won two games in a row, perhaps finding some momentum after introducing all these new faces into the lineup. You're to Brinkett's, Giroux, Cam Talbot. Um, Senators, perhaps, finding a bit of mojo here moving forward. It's going to be a tough road ahead in order to get back into playoff contention. However, same with the Buffalo Sabres. They are 9-12-1. They lost last night, like I said, to the Lightning in overtime. 2-7-1 over their last 10 games. A 432 save percentage. They do have a plus-two goal differential, which is more a... A testament to their offense than their defense. They're the second highest scoring team in the division. Four fewer goals than the Bruins. But they've also allowed the most goals in the division. And, uh, you know, if they had a veteran defenseman, say like a Mike Riley, who could help uh, stabilize that, uh, maybe they'll pick Anton Strawman off waivers. I doubt it, but uh, you know what I mean. They could really use... Uh, some stabilizing defensive presences back there to complement the upstart offense. So those are the two bottom teams at the moment. 
gets a bit more interesting as we move from uh, sixth through third, where only four points separate these four teams. Now, despite the fact that the Canadians have a slightly better point percentage than the Florida Panthers, I'm putting the Canadians down in sixth. They have a record of 11, 9, and 1, a 548 point percentage, but their goal differential of minus 8 is bottom in the division. So I'm giving the Florida Panthers, as the reigning President's Trophy winners, the uh, the benefit of the doubt here and thinking they'll be a bit better at the end. And right now, really. They have a 545 point percentage, more points than the Canadians in one more game played. They've won 10 games, lost 8, and then an additional 4 overtime and shootout losses. So overall, that's 10 wins, 12 losses, but you get the single point for those losses. So as I was reminded on Twitter the other day, it's kind of a toss-up when you get to, to there. So Ottawa, Buffalo, Montreal, Florida. The Detroit Red Wings still kicking around in the top four. They're 11, 6, and 4. A 619 point percentage, a plus 3 goal differential. And uh, if the playoffs were to begin right now, the Detroit Red Wings would be in the first wild card spot ahead of uh, the Panthers. And then over in the Metro, the Rangers and the Penguins. So, Detroit still kicking around. Uh, They lost last night to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I'm not convinced of their long-term sustainability. But, credit where it's due, 21 games, 11-6-4, 26 points. And uh, they have a plus three goal differential. Third place, Boston's opponent tonight. They have a point percentage of 643. 13, 7, and 1 for 27 points. That's third in the division. And they have three fewer games played than the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are at 24. Uh, So they could make up those points with winning all those games in hand. Uh, a plus seven goal differential. They've won two in a row coming into this one. And the Bruins, of course, beat them on home ice last week. Second place is one of the hotter teams around the league, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're 14-5-5, and 688-point percentage, plus 12 goal differential. They've won four in a row, including last night's win over the... Uh, Detroit Red Wings, they have played 24 games, like I mentioned. They're still three points back of the Bruins, and the Bruins have three games in hand. So Boston still with a very healthy lead atop the Atlantic. 18-3-0, 36 points, 857 point percentage, a plus 38 goal differential, and they're 8-2-0 over the past 10 games. The Bruins have a bit of competition right now atop the Eastern Conference, however. They are second when it comes to total points. 
They've been eclipsed by the New Jersey Devils, who are 19-4 and through 23 games. The Bruins, with two games in hand, two games back. So they still have the advantage in terms of point percentage. But New Jersey, undeniably impressive to begin the season. 9-1 and over their last 10. They've won three in a row, including a win over the Rangers last night. And their goal differential, almost as good as Boston's. They've scored 87 goals, allowed 51, so they're at plus 36. Boston is at plus 38. So as good as the Bruins have been to begin the season, New Jersey is right there and definitely seems to be a team to keep an eye on and a team that could make some noise further on into the season and into the playoffs. Now, the top three teams in the Atlantic, like I said, Boston, Toronto, Tampa, top three teams in the Metro, New Jersey, followed by the New York Islanders, who are back in the playoff picture, plus 18 goal differential, which is third in the conference. Ilya Sorokin, a fantastic goalie in the Vesna Trophy conversation, to be sure. And then there's the Carolina Hurricanes, who are 11, 6, and 5. An even zero goal differential. And then I mentioned the wildcard contenders. Detroit, Pittsburgh, holding down wildcard spots at the moment. Followed by Florida, the Rangers, the Canadians. And then very disappointingly, perhaps surprisingly, the Washington Capitals. They're at 9, 11, and 3. 457 point percentage, a minus 12 goal differential, which is third worst in the conference. They could be a team that realistically is bumped out of a playoff spot from last season. Those are your uh, Atlantic Division power rankings with a taste of the Metro on the side. Of course, on Thursday, I'll do our weekly cup check where we look at the top five teams around the NHL dive more into some of the advanced stats Uh, but for the moment Boston New Jersey clearly the class of the Eastern Conference and uh, Tampa Bay playing a bit better scoring six goals last night hopefully that back-to-back situation plays against them there's a bit of fatigue and uh, we'll talk more about this matchup here in a moment uh, but thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. It really does mean a lot that uh, you would check out the podcasts. We're on the verge of one of the best months, if not the best month in uh, podcast history in terms of downloads. So please do uh, subscribe, download here today, tomorrow to get us over that hump. So, tonight, TD Garden, Boston Bruins, Tampa Bay Lightning. Over the last 10, these two teams have been very, very good. Boston's 8-2, Tampa Bay 7-3. They've won two in a row. Uh, Special teams could be the difference here. Boston's power play currently ranked second, while Tampa's is sixth. And the Bruins have a better Penalty kill as well, 84.3%, second ranked, and the Lightning are at 19%. So if the Bruins could take advantage there, 
And if they can get Derek Forbort back, that would be huge. I talked yesterday about how through the first 10 games of the season, Boston had top-ranked penalty kill. It's slipped in the games that Forbort has missed. They're ranked 13th, I believe, in November. So getting him back would be huge. Uh, Bruins, first in goals per game, second in goals allowed per game, while Tampa ranks 7th and 16th in those two categories, respectively. Over the last five games, Nikita Kucherov has been incredibly hot. He's got 11 points over the last five games. Braden Point, four goals in the last four games. Uh, That duo... Just, you know, as good as any around the NHL. Uh, Kucherov also with eight assists to go uh, or to complement those 11 points. On the Bruins side of things, over the last five games, their top point getter, Charlie McAvoy. Eight points from the point. David Krejci with six goals over the last five games. Uh, Seven of McAvoy's points have been assists to lead the team in that mark. If it is indeed Linus Allmark getting the start, well, it could be a battle of two of the best goalies in the league with Andre Vasilevsky on the other side. Brian Elliott got the start against Buffalo last night. Vasilevsky has been uncharacteristically leaky. We saw that last week with the slap shot goal uh, from David Krejci that probably should have been stopped, but when Krejci's blasting, Perhaps he can't be stopped. Uh, Linus Allmark, 13-1, and 9.35 save percentage. If it is indeed Swayman, he's 4-2, 8.90 save percentage, and the Bruins could really use a strong performance out of him. He could really use that to get his confidence going as well and to get his numbers back on the right track. So that's the story today, friends. Strawman waved, Forbort possibly back. Another shoe would have to drop in order to get cap compliant. That's why you want to subscribe to the Locked On Bruins YouTube channel because if Strawman's claimed or if there's a trade, I will certainly post a YouTube short up there and get you everything that you need to know before puck drop. Um, and yeah. That's it for today's episode. I hope you are all doing well, taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. Uh, last night we caught up on White Lotus as well as Yellowstone, two must-watch Sunday night shows. Uh, we also started watching Welcome to Chippendales on Disney Plus with Kumail Nagiani, as well as Fleischman is in Trouble, uh, also on Disney Plus. Uh, two pretty good shows tonight, of course. All eyes will be on the uh, Bruins Lightning. They don't play again until January 26th in Tampa. All right. Go Bees. Enjoy the game tonight. we got to wait a few days till the next one. So hopefully this one can carry us over until Saturday. Thanks again for tuning in. Talk to you again tomorrow here on Locked On Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.